walking through a forest or you're on a trail on horseback and you see village lights in the distance there. Is you Fabio walk, with me? Fabio's with you, yeah. Fabio, yeah. So you and Fabio find a nice little place to shack up for the night. Nice little tavern, hotel thing. All you right. walk into the inn. Innkeeper brings some roast turkey. I see it with my, serves, yeah. with my mind's eye. Yeah, exactly. There's some... You know, loot player in the background there. Good conversation. Nice warm fire warming up from being wet and cold. And this is the first thing you drink when the innkeeper serves you. That's smooth. Yeah. Holy cow. For 11%. For you, can't, you can't even taste the alcohol, really. Not at all. I was pouring it. It looked like just maple syrup. Just yeah. It looked sweet being it's poured thick. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a thick boy. sweet. Oh, and yeah. it is. Nice on the tongue. Mm -hmm. Just like Fabio. <sighs> it's time it's go to time. Down. Well, I thought we had something. That's good. That is real good. Damn good call. Yeah. Dragon's Steps. milk, if you guys can find it. Grab some of that. That was good. Stouts are a little, uh, they're interesting. It's, um, they're a little heavy sometimes. They're very different for me. Yeah. I, I, uh, porters, porters and stouts are very similar, though I can taste the difference and I have, I have a preference over it. Yeah. Porters are weaker. Well, that's what it is. A stouts are just a stouter porter. Let's go. Last of Us. Episode two. Pump it up. Oh. <laughs> Get psyched. Get psyched. <laughs> Stout. So, uh, what's your hot take on this one? You want my hot take on it? I want it so bad. I hate having to wait another week to get to watch this. Sunday to Sunday is yeah. taking forever. HBO just had their House of the Dragon, and that was a, a week's out. It was manageable, but this one, man, I want the stories. I love post-apocalyptic stories. Oh, yeah. Zombies... Absolutely are my thing. They took a creative turn with the fungi, the fungi, and I love it. And that is my hot take is that I'm tired of waiting. I want yeah. more. They, yeah. The game's good, but give me that Papa Pedro Pascal. Papa Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Papa Pedro Pascal. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely loving it. I'm looking forward to every Sunday to get, get to get to watch it. Um, mm -hmm. It's definitely a drag having to wait a whole week in between episodes. Get fired up. <laughs> Get fucking fired up right now. All right, so my hot take, it's the lighter scene, man. The lighter scene? The lighter scene. With Tess? Yeah, it's okay. the, the classic, oh, I can't light my Zippo lighter scene. Like, Zippos are known for being reliable, but also, like, running out of fuel all the time. Mm. Trust me, I know I have Zippos. I, I got a couple. Yeah. Half the time I'm trying to light it. But it's mm. like, using that to build suspense has been done one too many times. I also related to it because, yeah, my Zippos, every time I'd need to go use them, they were out of fuel. Yeah. <laughs> I have just a regular Bix ar yeah. around the house kind of deal. So if it was a Bic lighter, that would be unbelievable for me. For a Zippo. Yeah. I, like, like here's the thing, man. Yeah. Zippos are cool because you whip it out and you, like, you know, you flick it open. It's like, it looks ching. cool. Yeah. But then, like, if you you're go Dean to Winchester. Exactly, but then if you go to like a freaking gas station, you buy a, a lighter for ninety nine cents. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they do it, but those cheap lighters will last forever, and they're super reliable. Dude, I got so many around the house, I don't yeah. even remember buying them, and yeah, never exactly. fail me. Yeah, 
So, um, I think uh, Tess, well, now she's dead. but uh, She's dead? Oh, she died. Spoiler hear. alert, boys yeah. and girls. Tess dies. Uh, if you guys haven't watched episode two yet, make sure you go and check that out. Man, when the way they opened it, this episode yeah. was phenomenal. It was cold. It was cold, just like the first episode where they opened up with that 60s talk show. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. We're already jumping into it, if anybody can't tell. The Last of Us. This is episode two recapping for you. That's my boy, Michael. He's our guy in the chair there. And I'm Cody, for anybody that don't know. The show opens up in Jakarta. Indonesia. Jakarta, Indonesia. Jakarta, Indonesia is where it opens up. Really quick, did you catch in the first episode that they mentioned Jakarta? I did not. I yeah. did not catch that. Yeah, I, I thought that was very interesting because they they said uh, it was when Sarah and Joel were having breakfast and it came over the radio announcement broadcast that there was disturbances out of Jakarta and they didn't know where that was and she knew it was in, the, in Indonesia. And so that's, that's where this, right. one, this one picks up. Two days before that outbreak, September 24th. Yeah, so two days before September 26th, which is one. In Austin, episode. Texas, mm-hmm. Joel's birthday. Yeah, oh yeah. Note to self, uh, if we ever do have to deal with a fungus infection, mm-hmm. um, I'm not taking my Zippo lighter. No? Taking my gas station lighters. <laughs> Loading it up. Yeah, the Bix have to be the most reliable uh, because matches, you can't get matches wet. Uh, you nope. you got to make sure that that's secured. And then, yeah, Zippos, they're always running out of fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so unless you know how to manually check start a fire yeah, kind of thing, you, you need something more reliable. Exactly. <laughs> that's definitely not my favorite way to build suspense is just sitting there trying to light a fire. Like same thing they did in uh, Rings of Power. You didn't... F- uh, with, at what uh, part? Um, with the orcs attacking the village, Bronwyn was like trying okay. to light the the thing. Yeah, yeah. That okay. It, that that is a number of suspenses that that we see in cinema and television and stuff. Is that they're like, oh my god, it won't light. But you, but you know, know it's almost accurate. One. Yeah, it is. But do you know the fun fact about this bit? Hmm. So Naughty Dog also did the Uncharted series. They did. Did you watch the Uncharted movie with Tom Holland? And uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yes, I did. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, with Tom Holland, um, but his his thing, uh, oh, geez, I'm forgetting. What's the main character's name in Uncharted? Drake. There we go. Drake. Thank you. Uh, so uh, is it just Drake? That was like Tom Drake or something. Paul. <laughs> Drake Paul. <laughs> Uncharted cast. Uh, Nathan Drake. There we go. Nathan Drake. Oh, my goodness. I was 50% right. <laughs> 50%. I guess I was 0% right. So, mm-hmm. uh, But anyways, Nathan Drake, he has this lighter um, that he's using. Same it's a thing. Zippo lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was actually an Easter egg for the Uncharted uh, series. And fun fact. You know, I'm not going to give that one to you because no. that's just real life. That's true. That's but just it's real a, life. But it's a real thing because <laughs> it's literally the same lighter. Life. Yeah. Oh, it's the same lighter? The same lighter with the same etching on it. Is it? It is. Okay, that one I'll give to you. Yep. That, that one I'll give to you. It. I, I retract what I said. That is an Easter egg. Very interesting. I wonder, 
Because they're not in the same universes, are they? I don't think they're in the same universe, but they're made by the same people. I mean, think about it this way. If Nathan Drake was doing what he did during Infection, I think it'd be a way different. Yeah, um, I'm very curious. Uncharted and... They were just both made by Naughty Dog is all. Easter Egg proves Uncharted and The Last of Us are in the same universe. Okay. Despite being four years older than its younger naughty brother, Uncharted 4 played host to the la- to a Last of Us Easter egg all along and just before the chocolate season hits full swing, one Reddit user has shared it with the world. What? The chocolate season? Who wrote that article? Interesting. But yeah, the Easter egg that they were talking about there is the lighter. Okay. I will give that one to you. That is a good one. All right. So episode opens up in Jakarta, Indonesia. Very interesting because it shows on it, it, it's on the radio broadcast for episode one. While Joel and Sarah are having their breakfast, it says that there are disturbances out reported out of Jakarta. Um, this happens two days before the outbreak in Austin, Texas. So September 24th, and then cut to September 26th, 2003. Uh, We're following the doctor who is really uh, uh, specializes in fungi. If you noticed, when we cut into her, what she's eating, it is not anything of wheat, of uh, bread. Interesting. So my big thing is that it proves our theory... About the flower. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah. So you were totally right. That did click for me in this episode here. Mm -hmm. uh, Because you mentioned that uh, they were talking about making pancakes in the first episode, but they weren't actually eating pancakes. Right. Um, And it, yeah, it turns out. So that professor of mycology, um, the fungus professor. Yes. uh, Her name is Ibu Ratna. Okay. And she she works at the University of Indonesia. Thank you very much for getting that down for us. I did not. So, um little interesting thing there and then i think there was a line also where they went went on and said how the fungus was spreading in wheat yeah she she uh talked about how it was the perfect substrate exactly the, uh for the fungi to grow and they had 14 personnel from that factory still missing so she knew shit was about to hit the fan yeah. and then yes we saw in the first episode Joel's neighbors, they were eating biscuits and they were baking up some cookies. And they got sick. And they got sick. Well, the grandma did. Yeah, it was just a amount of time because obviously she was like wheelchair bound and so she was more susceptible. But yeah, when they when they cut open to check that uh, first victim, uh, almost patient zero, mm-hmm. the would it be patient one? Because she was bit. They never caught patient zero. They never did catch patient Yeah, she's zero. patient yeah. one. And uh, they cut it open, and it was all just fungi yeah. in there. So it's not even like muscle tissue anymore. It is. That's nasty. We'll see more of that later yeah. on in the episode here. But I, I thought that that was very interesting. And as well, I've got more the how the director talked about that, about yeah. how they, they're going a little bit of a different route with their story, which is actually a bit more scary uh, because it's almost real. Really? Yeah. So 
we'll we'll come back. I made notes on it. We'll yeah. come back and talk about that because I just overall story I want to talk so, about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the patient one, so she was working at a flower and grain factory, by the way. Right. So just kind of more fuel to the fire there. And um, I really do love that one scene where um, the professor, she's like, there's no medicine. There's no vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then I was just waiting. Like, I was hoping that they would play some hate breed, destroy everything. Yeah. Destroy everything. Like, that would have been <laughs> so good as a soundtrack to that. Destroy all everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can just sense the fear that it was like, this is the end. That's the real because deal. Because she, she says, I just want to go home and be with my family. Because, yeah. yeah, 30 hours. They said that it was 30 hours that she... Uh, from when she got sick. bit. Yeah. yeah. And so the the rest of the world would be, it, it would just all go to hell so fast. As you could see, f- two days from Indonesia to Austin, Texas, apocalyptic wo- uh, world ending events. Yeah. So that's 2003. We're jumping then to 2023. Not real world 2023. Last of Us 2023, where we see Joel, Ellie, and Tess. They're on the road again, and uh, they're waking up in a salon as they are trying to traffic Ellie to to their next outpost, to a, a Firefly's outpost. Michael, what's your point uh, for this point of the story? Uh, yeah, so we get to kind of check in with, with Ellie's status there. Because uh, Joel and Tessa just found out that she was infected, right? But turns Episode out she's one. actually not infected um, mm-hmm. because she is immune. And so they check back with her, and she's still doing just fine as as normal. Really keeping an eye on her, though. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Really keeping an eye on her. She there's this one scene where she wants she asked for a gun, yeah. And uh, Joel's like, definitely not. She's like, oh, okay, fine. I'll just throw a chicken sandwich at them then. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just as effective. That did look very good of the chicken sandwich. Which quite tasty. Except it had been in her bag. Man. And apparently, warmer climate. So, room temperature chicken for, like, overnight. I'll, uh, I'll take a pass on that one. I bet it was cooked, though. Compared to what Joel and Tess were eating, yeah. it, it looked very delicious. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I guess there's there's bigger problems to worry about than just explosive diarrhea. But the it, you, you put in here, finding out more about Ellie... And the interaction between the three of them. Yeah. I I caught a lot of small glimpses in that. The way that Joel was interacting with her, helping her up, giving her a hand. He would retract it, but he's kind of holding his hand kind of deal. Like he, he pulls away, he's threatened that she's infected, but then he remembers like, oh helping my daughter kind of thing. He he he's, it seemed like some kind of moment to cherish for him yeah you're spot on with that there's a little bit of a character arc here if you didn't notice Mm -hmm. when it comes to joel and ellie's relationship so they start off joel starts off very very cold with ellie um just not wanting to be near her because he doesn't want to form an attachment to her because he's been burned once before but also that she's (laughs) infected burned pretty damn bad that that was pretty fucking awful that was pretty gnarly um so you see that at the start there and then the museum scene when they're under attack joel actually shields ellie using his body from the creature attacking them and and they're that proximity to each other whereas he didn't want to get close Mm -hmm. um so you just see 
And then a third instance where they were looking at the state building where they, he was looking at her in, in a fondness. Exactly. Yeah. So you can kind of see where this is going. I think they did a really good job uh, of that with this episode here. You can see that Ellie's going to be kind of filling in for the daughter role there. And Joel's going to take on more of a fatherly role when it comes to her. Good. I think that they painted that very well here. Yeah. Again, the story on this freaking phenomenal. Did you know that during this part, Tess actually had a background story that they drafted, they they made for her, but it actually had to be cut? Were you aware of that? I was not aware of that. Yeah, so Tess, um, her background story, she she was married and a mother for the outbreak, and her husband and son actually got infected. Okay. And so there was supposed to be flashbacks and such, or her to tell a story of it however they were thinking of playing it out is that her husband got sick and she had to put him down and she couldn't come around to uh, putting down her son. So she locked him in the basement of their home. And did he tell that story? They didn't No, but they had it all drafted up for her, which in the video game Tess also didn't have a background story in this, but for a show, they kind of have to make more, of a story for this. So interesting. Her son very well could still like be locked in a basement and becoming a clicker kind of thing, just infected over the years. Maybe even a bloater now. Could be. Talk about the bloaters. Cool. That touches a good point on them on the road again. They have to make their way through the museum in order to get to that state building that we were talking about. This was a suspenseful scene. Uh, they really captured that. If you rem- played the game and you remember just the sound of the clickers and you're trying to sneak around and you're shit out of luck yeah. with it. Oh man, it was, it was tense. See, I, I love that stuff in video games. Yeah. So I never played last of us cause, cause I was never a PlayStation person. Gotcha. Um, but just thinking how much suspense how much like when I would be, did you ever play Skyrim? I did. Yeah. yeah so like dungeons and Skyrim, like just the eerie music, you can yeah. kind of hear like bones clacking in the background. Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily like a horror game, like yeah. a dead space or something. But it keeps you on edge a little but bit. But it does. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. I love that. I love that feeling. Oh man. So great. They, the clickers, they actually brought back. Those uh, are voiced by the same people who voice the clickers in the game. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Very okay. cool of them. I like that. Uh, Ellie was just talking, asking about how if there were clickers or anything infected that use the sonar and such, as well as anybody who throw spore bombs. So if uh, people that have played the games, there are those that throw spore bombs. Oh, that was a reference to the game. Okay, yeah. I was wondering what that was about. They call they're called bloaters, and we yeah. see them in the trailer for episode three. Because uh, where this one left off is that Joel is taking Ellie to go see Bill. And that's when in the game you first see a bloater. Bloaters are very armored up. They've been infected for several years. Uh, Clickers have been infected for like a year, over a year. Um, And the fungus has really spread through them and split their skull open and such. Mm. Whereas the stalkers and runners are very early stage under a year. So there's stalker 
the stalker runners, then there's the clickers, and then there's the bloaters. They're big and armored, and they rip off a piece of their infection and throw it at you, and it's a spore bomb. Yeah, it's a spore bomb to hurt you and infect you. Can you freaking imagine, dude? Like, you're fucking, like, you're running down some dark <laughs> tunnel, and then you see this, like, wicked, like, mushroom head-looking like dude rips off a, off a piece of his body and just chucks it at you. Dude, have you seen, have you seen them? Have you seen what no. the bloaters look like? Okay. Oh, yeah, I have, so, yeah, I have, yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about those, because there's the bloaters. We, sh- we see them in the trailer. We should see them next episode, I believe. But then there, beyond that, is a shambler. Okay. A shambler is somebody like a super saiyan bloater. A super saiyan bloater, where they will shamble towards you. Yeah. And then they release a big old fart of spores. Just <laughs> and spores just burst out of them. They're Death su- by fart. They're like suicide it. bomb and farters. <laughs> and uh, but then boss fight beyond. All of those is the Rat King. The Rat King. The Rat King. He okay. was uh, the Rat King is like mutated fungi of four or five host bodies all mutated together in the game. So, oh man, if if we could see them just gradually show oh. the mutations. Oh, that is an abomination right there. Did you look up the Rat King? Yeah, that's yeah, gnarly, dude. Yeah, man. Woo. Yeah, boss fight. Yeah, I'm running away. I'm not fighting that thing. <laughs> I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> so that was my point is Ellie's just sitting there talking about that, and then we ended up seeing one. Will we get to see more or all of them? Well, we didn't see a bloater. No, we'll we see. clickers. The bloater was in episode three's trailer. So uh, that's to come. I haven't seen episode three yet. Because in the game, the trailer. spoilers, in the game, when you go get to Bill's mission, that's when you see the bloaters. Okay, that's when enough. you first have to so, fight So, so far then we've seen the, what was before clickers? Runner stalkers. Okay, so we've seen the runner stalkers and we've seen clickers so far. It's runners slash stalkers. Oh, yeah. gotcha, okay. Yeah. I see, I see. Cool. Yeah, I, I like that. I was really wondering about so when they first walk into the hotel uh ellie notices this dude that's been mauled pretty intensely and then joel the hotel or the museum i'm sorry the museum yeah when they, they, walk they had the to museum. cross through the yes. hotel to get to yeah. the museum after yeah, the yeah, hotel yeah. they 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 walk into the museum there and so in the museum when they're still on the first floor they just barely enter uh, Ellie turns and looks, and she sees this dude that's been completely mauled. Looked like some type of bear attack. Oh yeah. And then she says something along the lines of, "I'd say man bear pig, <laughs> man bear, <laughs> man bear mushroom pig." <laughs> um. So dude's been mauled, and all of a sudden you see Joel's expression. He like looks scared. He's like, Ooh. "What the heck is this?" Papa bear. Yeah, he know. Well, he knows what it is. And Ellie's like, "I've been attacked by." by uh, infected before and it was nothing at all like this infected right. do not do that oh, he, joel was like shut the fuck yeah. up he's like shut the fuck up super right quiet now. Yeah. yeah and so we never got to see that i was disappointed we got to we got to see a little bit of like 
it seemed like something was kind of shifting its weight up in the second or like the third story there. Okay. Um, because we got to see debris falling a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then when they walk into that one room specifically, the the door frame thing kind of like the ceiling kind of collapses, preventing their way back out from mm-hmm. that, from the way that they just came, and which I thought was super cliche that that just happened to ha- happen at that time. Yeah. The doorway. Thing. Yeah, the door collapsing. That that's a video game thing that's, though. That's what I thought. That's too. such it's a video very, game. Very video game ass. Yeah, I was like, so oh. at first I was like, oh, it's cliche, and I was like, wait, that would have happened. I might as game. well be holding a controller right now. Yeah. So I didn't get angry because of that. Yeah. But I I was a little upset that we didn't get to see the little uh, or I guess not the little, but the, the whatever it was that mauled that one dude. Oh, that was the clickers. The clickers. The do clickers that. did that. Oh yeah. No, they. So yeah, the clickers. They. If you saw the way that they were attacking, they are just clawing and everything, killing and such. It's not like there was a, a mountain lion that got in there and and killed that guy, uh, because instantly Joel was like, "No, shut the fuck up. We need to be quiet." Because he knew that there there's clickers. See, that's that kind of what I was hoping. I was kind of hoping it was like an infected bear or something. Dude. That would be yeah. That would be crazy to see a fungi infected cougar bear anything else because it's only infecting humans right now. So where's all the wildlife? Exactly, that's my point. I think that's to come. We we ask all the questions here on MDC. I don't think I ask enough questions. I I guess not. Moving into our next point, that's where we see that Tess was infected from it, too. From that attack, yeah. Yeah, Tess got infected in, in that attack as well. And by the time they get to the state building, she shows them and such. I, I had such a hard time with that. Uh, because I felt more of a sexual connection with the person that was infected... So two things. The person that was infected making out with Tess, I felt more of a sexual connection than I did with her and Joel. They were more business partners than anything. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. So I I partly agree with you there. So there was that one scene in the first episode where Tess kind of crawls into bed with Joel. But then you also see in this episode here as they're making their way through the hotel. Yeah. Uh, Ellie's like, so you and Tess, are you guys like a thing? Yeah. And then Joel's like, eh, no, not so much. Right? I... I told you. I said. I told yeah. you last episode. Business partners sending mixed signals. Yeah. So, but he was. He's still connected with her. He he is connected, and he was very hurt that, to see that she was infected. So that yeah. gives me a second point here: is that if she was infected because she showed the bite, and you can see it, it looked it's like spreading. fungi spreading under yeah. under there. That that happened quickly. The fungi uh, stalker. Didn't automatically notice that, I guess, and still tried to infect her. I see what you're saying. You see? Um, yeah, uh, partly. Yeah, so I think the the fungus thing, which I don't think it... That, that's just me nitpicking. Yeah. That's just me nitpicking. I think I see what you're saying there. I think it's trying to, like, make it faster. You're right, but the way that they played this out was way better than the video game. So the video game uh, was that Fedra the government organization from that they were running from in Boston, 
uh, was actually chasing them down. And that's what caught up to them in the video game. And Tess was holding them off. Oh, okay. So I think they, they gave Tess a way better send off. It was w- the I cinematography, agree. the story of it was way better because they had a, a brief piece before where they were like, oh yeah, it runs underground and they can all connect. Exactly. And everything. They so they foreshadowed that scene happening. And that's like, yeah. as soon as I saw that scene, I wrote down uh, in my notes, oh, this is foreshadowing for sure. Mm-hmm. They're going to step on something. Something's going to happen later on this episode or the next one. Yeah. Cause Joel yeah. was like smashing yeah. some of the roots there and, and uh, well, he shot what, cause one of the, the in fact they were lying down, they started like, yeah. Yeah. yeah when they got yeah. to the state building, he shot the one and then it, just like went down on a little pad of fungi and tendril just started kind of coming out instantly and, instantly yeah. they they made they made it seem like that where just communication and if you know anything about, actually about fungi and how they're connected and communicate they actually communicate underground i've got mushrooms that are in my front yard and they are for damn sure communicating to the trees in my backyard. I shit you not. Uh, <laughs> go watch all the documentaries now that you need to because it's real. Um, it's all connected, man. Oh. Everything's a mushroom, man. <laughs> We're all mushrooms. Mushroom trips. Um, but I I just, I was like, God, it, it, it does work like that. And that is fucking scary to think about that they have that communication system. That yeah. humans don't. That's terrifying. Oh, but yeah. and then the way that they gave Tess that send off of she just blow uh, was blowing them all yeah. up. That was way better than the video game. In oh, the no. video game, she took out like two Fedra agents. Yeah. In this one, yeah, yeah I like I like that send off. She she took out quite a few of the the, the dudes, and it made for a kind of a cool uh, shot there with with I think one of the final shots that they took was Ellie kind of they're backing away there and ellie was in the distance and you could see the state building there yeah in flames and that was kind of a cool portrayal it was superb uh you said this was a super sexy scene oh it was super sexy the the make out oh yeah i you know like i didn't think that was gonna happen at all <laughs> like, I didn't have you think seen that have you seen that stalker the the actor without makeup i have not Ooh. is he good looking he's good looking Talk Fair about enough. it. Talk okay. about super sexy. Absolutely. I see you under the makeup. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. No, but that was like definitely like the grossest way they could pro- possibly have gone about that that scene. And uh, they nailed it. Oh, they, man. Ugh. Yeah, the, the tendrils coming out of the dude's mouth. It's like, ugh. Right. All Dang, right. Give me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. Hit me Hit me with your overall of this. You you were talking earlier of the cinematography, the the environment of this what, oh, yeah. what was your impressions yeah um very very happy with a lot of things that they're doing with this show um it's if they're using green screens i cannot tell um the the cgi is fantastic the the way that they put everything together i love the vines crater holes in the ground from the bombs the the skyscrapers falling on top of each other the the greenery everywhere i, I love the, that the makeup that they did because the the bodies that they had to walk over yeah. in the museums and stuff and all of the fungi growing out of them yeah that was that was a major point alone is just yeah. the makeup but then they took it to the whole extreme of the environment 
the environment and one thing that i really really love is just this feels like a video game when we're watching it because uh-huh. when we're playing video games like sure you have your open world video games and then you have your closed world video games i'm yeah. pretty sure last of us is not an open world right no it's close yeah so where you have like kind of a path that you need to follow and that's what it's what this tv show is kind of coming off as it's not like you have a million different ways to get to the state building there yeah it's you have two ways one of them sucks one of them sucks even more yeah yeah even i I mean the first one more so the second one uh was a bit more open but yeah and you can choose it was a a bit more of a tell your own story yeah absolutely and so it it just the way that they kind of channeled you into certain directions there i really like that just really made me feel like i was playing the game yeah uh, and that's that leads me to my overall on this is the storytelling on this is fucking great. Um, the creators for this, they took a, a bit of a different spin on it where before, yes, it was um, like the spores and such, but they had the consultation with uh, specialists on this. And they said, yeah, if there was spores, every the whole world would be infected almost instantly kind of thing. Yeah. So they were like, let's let's try to tell a little bit of a story here that is going to be more reasonable kind of thing and uh, is also actually scary because, yeah, where the flower was a perfect substrate for fungi to grow and everybody, as you can see in the show, was eating flour and such so they were like that's honestly a little bit scarier yeah uh and so they aren't doing gas masks with the show at least not yet i do have a little bit of a secondary hot hot take on exactly that topic there oh yeah so the gas masks yeah the whole gas mask thing so i heard that the reason at least one of the 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 sites that i was reading about they were saying that the reason why they didn't do gas masks in the show like Uh they did in the video games was because the actors complained about having to wear a mask, which I think is complete BS. Like, if anybody has ever put on a mask, you know it, it sucks to wear. Oh, um, man, it but, is awful. Yeah, but on top of that, too, it just wouldn't make any sense. You would never get to see the actors' faces. You would never get to see that raw emotion on display there. You would never get, like, you'd never get a chance. None of these guys would be alive. They would never get to relax. It's unrealistic to wear a mask 24-7. Yeah, that that was their exact point, is yeah. that it would be instantaneous across uh, across the globe and continuous that everybody exactly. would have to have it. And so for the show, you try putting a mic in one of those masks. Yeah. Right? Like they they could barely fit a straw in there for us to drink out of kind of thing to put a mic in there and to pick up the audio for these actors that you're paying It'd be quite the pretty penny for. And we wouldn't just we wouldn't be able to see the emotion on the on the actors' yeah. faces, which is the the key part here. It just wouldn't have the same meaningfulness behind it. They very well could like hit a hot spot or something where there is uh, heavy Fair spores enough. and stuff, and, and they you have might. to pass through. Yeah, but yeah, they they're just trying to tell a story here. Yeah, it's not a hey, we need to fill your attention span for fifteen hours like the video game does, whereas they're like, hey, we've got eight nine hours to tell you a story. Yeah. So that, that's what I appreciate is that they are very well sticking to the content of the game 
But you have to adapt it. But yeah, they've adapted it to the they've real world to tell a story, and it is actually thrilling and intense. Mm-hmm. That that that's something else. Episode three. What do you think? So uh, that's a that's a great point to leave off on. Is that episode three? That that's where we see Tess was telling Joel to take Ellie to go see Bill and Frank. Uh, that's their colleagues, Bill and Frank. They were uh, mentioned in episode one through the radio frequency with um, Joel, 60s, 70s, 80s uh, era music kind of thing as a as a code kind of deal. And so Bill, he lives uh, outside of the quarantine zone. He's a very um, isolated person, you can say. Hmm. Played by... Doesn't matter. We Nick Offerman. Oh. Nick Offerman. Okay. Uh, Parks and Rec, several other uh, installments. He is a phenomenal actor. Um, he, he seems like he'll do great in this. We see a bit of Frank in the trailers, but those could be flashbacks. See, I haven't seen the trailer yet. Oh, you so, haven't seen the flick? Yeah. So I'm just like purely speculative here. Okay. But uh, kind of zooming out on what's happened so far. Episode one. We got outside the wire. Mm-hmm. Episode two, we see some progress is made towards the state building, um, and so Bill, uh, Bill and Frank were definitely mentioned there by Tess, and so that's going to be the next mission: get to Bill and Frank. Yep, I'm going to keep playing the game so that way I can just be a little bit ahead of the story on this uh, because I'm very much enjoying it. I think I'm like hour three into the game okay. right okay. now, so being able to to see if they're sticking true with, with the content either way they're doing a phenomenal job telling their story it was just there that's the game's based off of that it doesn't mean that it has to be shot this, for shot for it for fuck's sake what, people give them a break this is what a good ad- adaptation looks like just like in lord of the rings my favorite movie series of all time my favorite books of all times are the books exactly like the movies no but it's a great adaptation of it. I want to leave us off on that topic there of should we do an episode of game adaptations to movies curses? Because I feel like The Last of Us is really breaking that curse. Fair enough. Let us hear you down in the comments if that's what we should be doing for one of our episode contents because there's been so many video games that have been adapted. Uh, updated adapt there's been so many video games that have been adapted to video games and movies that have flopped and this isn't oh one of them oh my god and there's a super mario and luigi one coming out right Ugh. so there's so much we'll more see, to come we'll see. i think that gives us an excellent recap of the episode great points for us to talk overall Are you happy with that i'm happy with it cool so this has been The Last of Us, Episode 2, MDC watched it, and we just recapped you on it. Uh, Catch us for the next episode. Uh, So we're going to be coming at you with some more late night news and some more nerd jam. Let us know what we should be doing next. That's Michael, my man in the chair there. And I'm Cody, and we're out.
This has been MDC Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell Grandma. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Let us hear what we should do next down in the comments. Numere, you dorks. Yeah.